Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to my weekly Spirit Connection show. I'll be talking about the deep things of God, unpacking some things and dreams and spiritual encounters. Lord, we pray that you would open up the heavens right now. And you know, when you talk about miracles, miracles can start to happen. When we talk about angels, they show up. So Lord, we're going to talk about encountering heaven. I pray right now that the presence that are behind these stories and encounters and testimonies would come now in this webcast, in the room or the car where you are right now in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm excited. This is the time of year. When I'm recording this, it's October 2019, but you can listen to it anytime. And it's the days of awe. I've already kind of gone into, in other teachings anyway, I've gone into what that is. If you don't know, just simply go out to Wikipedia and put in the days of awe and explains a little bit about it. But on my Spirit Connection webcast, I'm going to talk right now about some encounters that I've had. And this is a time of year that God speaks, and uh, God speaks all the time. Of course he does, 24-7. But there are certain times of the year that he speaks specifically for a purpose. And this is the purpose of hearing God for your destiny, and especially for the coming year. And again, you know, we're not under the Jewish law at all. But God tends to operate on the Jewish calendar and the Gregorian calendar. It doesn't matter. He'll operate on anything. But we've noticed that this is a time when God will look at the books of heaven. Psalm 139.16, you have a book. All the days of your life were written in his book or in your book of heaven uh, before one of them took place. And this isn't necessarily talking about predestination or anything like that because you have a choice. You're given a choice to do things. And if people you know, don't decide what the Lord has in mind, then something else will come or eventually it might go off to someone else. And that's the complicated side of it. But there's always a next choice. There's always a time that the Lord brings things to you. He's like a loving father. Jesus said, what kind of father would give a bad gift, you know? And when he was describing the father in heaven, and God is the giver of good gifts. And there's a time, it's called Yom Kippur. It's a day of atonement and it's October 9th, but it doesn't matter what day or anything when this happens. It's the 8th and 9th, sundown to sundown. But I want to unpack last year's encounter in 2018 because the Lord told me, he said, I want you to talk about what happened last year because it has not yet taken place. The enemy has overplayed his hand against people. And this is still available to you. But before I talk about last year, I want to rewind back nine years ago. And this was my first a dramatic encounter. In fact, it, it happened nine years ago, and it was 2010. 
we were living in Santa Maria, California. That's where our offices is still there. But we are now in Los Angeles, you know, doing things on, on the internet. Back then, I was in transition. I was moving from, you know, being one of the forerunners in prophetic evangelism. I was moving more into the prophetic and hearing God and training people and, and finding ways to get people to activate the prophetic words that they already had. That was the season I was in. It was Yom Kippur, September 2010. I went to bed and then I went into this dream, but yet it was so real. In fact, it was a vision because I can now close my eyes. I only have to close my eyes. It's etched in my memory. It's etched into my spirit. I remember every detail about it. In fact, it was so detailed, I ended up writing it out in a story. And I've talked about it in places, not in any of my books just yet. But I had some encounters. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I don't remember putting this one in. It was my first Yom Kippur encounter in a dream that was more like a vision. And again, it doesn't matter how it comes to you. What matters is that God speaks to you. It doesn't matter how dramatic. You know, if God says to you that he loves you and it gets you to break down and turn your life around, that's a powerful word, even though it was just a simple truth. You know what I'm saying? It's the timing of things. It's the way it comes to you. Well, this was during a very difficult time and uh, we were walking through some stuff and transition and I've been banned from speaking in some of the churches I helped start during this period of time. September 2010, in this encounter, I'm suddenly taken into this place and it was a waiting room and it said those uh, I don't remember what the side was, but waiting for your calling or something like that. And I was in this waiting room and people were called, you know, and then it got to me and I was finally, I was the last one. And no, I wasn't called. And, and so I kind of tossed this ticket I had, you know, and was going to walk out. And this angel comes out and he's dressed like a Jewish rabbi, a priest. And he comes out and he goes, Doug Addison. I go, what? And I... I said, I think I tossed my ticket out, you know, and he pointed to this board and my name was up there and I was the last one on this board. In, this was in 2010 and he was looking at my file. It was kind of comical. He was kind of sarcastic, kind of Jewish, you know, the, the rabbi beard and his glasses cut it down and he looks at my file and, and he says, you have no idea who you are, do you? And at the time, I, you know, I didn't know who I was. I mean, I, I didn't realize the calling that I had on my life. And this was the start. And so, without going into all the details, the next scene, I'm with this priest. But now, he's no longer this sarcastic Jewish priest with the glasses on his nose. He's now dressed as an angel in full garb, yeah, the full priestly outfit, and it had, he had the breastplate and gold and the, the, the 12 stones that represented the 12 tribes of Israel on his breastplate, and, and he was standing in this place of authority, and I was standing, now this is symbolic too, so that you understand, this was, a, this was an encounter as a seer, a prophet, I get these things, but back then, I wasn't having this type of stuff happen. In fact, this was the launch for me, and it was in a dream type of vision. So the next thing that happens is that he comes out in his priestly uh, garb or his outfit, and I'm in this tank, and it was like a baptismal. 
and uh, it was kind of funny because I looked down and there's a there's a, like a half used bar of soap and you know the guy that was in there before realized I was like whoa <laughs> wow there was some stuff floating around in the water and uh, you know wasn't anyway it was just like someone went through a really difficult cleansing time and I was thinking wow I hope mine isn't that bad and then so the water suddenly became crystal clear. You know, and I was about to walk through. He was opening this book and it said rite of passage on it. And he was going to prophesy something over me and I was going to go through a process. And, you know, this is not anything to do with the law, the Jewish law or anything like that. I'd already been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. But it was an encounter in heaven to show people that this stuff is real and the God has books open for you. So then in the encounter, next thing you know, I don't know what happened, but the next thing you know, I had made it through my testing and I had one last thing. It was called the final sacrifice. Now, you know, it's not, we weren't sacrificing animals or anything like that, but it was the final sacrifice and I knew it was going to cost me everything to walk into that place. And it was like a, Almost like you would walk out on a jetway. It was a silver jetway that went out to this, this what looked something like a plane. I couldn't describe it. It was a heavenly encounter. And I knew it had to do with my calling and my destiny. But I didn't know the timing of it. I didn't know anything else. I came out of the dream. I was sweating. I went downstairs. Linda was up. I said, man, I, I just had this radical encounter. But again, like the priest said to me, the angel said, you don't know who you are, do you? I didn't realize at that time that my calling was big and it, and it was based on, this is what happened is God calls us all, you know, and, and he calls us, but few make it through the testing. And so I knew that I was going to go through some testing and that's exactly what happened. And I was continuing to walk through this time. It was that same year that I got promoted into the office of prophet where office of prophet is different. I've been prophesying for a number of years, but then the Lord spoke to me and some others around me and that, that it was, I don't look at it as a title at all. I look at it as a function. And now that I'm operating here for a number of years, I realize it's way different than just the ministry of prophecy where we're ministering or the word of prophecy. I started to move in that, but I had to walk through a time of deep, deep healing of pride, rejection. I had to get healed of those things so that I could get the prophetic words like I do now and give those without having them come through the filter of my own stuff. And I walked through a period of time where I had to get healed of many, many things over the years. And here we are, nine years later, I'm now operating in a different place than I ever thought I would. And I'm not sure if I've exactly made it through that final. I think I might be in that final testing time right now where I'm moving into a place, you know, where I'm impacting the entire world through the Internet. Now, Bob Jones, the prophet, had given me a, a dream. He had had a dream about me that I was actually ministering on the Internet. And that was before he didn't even know it was the Internet. He thought it was a fax is what he said. And he had his all those complicated things I was going to do and bring glory. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm fulfilling those things. So I'm, this is fast forwarding you now. This was eight years later, last year, September 20th. I have this encounter and I had this dream 
in which I saw where we were going for this year, that it was a gateway, it was a doorway this big. Now, this was on the night of Yom Kippur. I had the dream. The gateway, the doorway to go into the new season would only fit you. However wide you were, that's how you had to squeeze through it. And you couldn't bring your old stuff. And the Lord said to me, as you're moving into the new season, now this was in 2018 to, to, to right now, he said, you can't take the things from the old season into the new season. And I knew that we would have to make some adjustments. And sure enough, we've had to do that. And it was costly for us. We had to give up some things that had gotten us by, you know, doing online trainings every month and doing stuff like that had gotten us through and, and administered to thousands of people all over the world. But I knew at one point in 2018, I had to lay that down and look for the new. And that's what we're doing right now. I'm doing this weekly show on the internet. I'm ministering more in Hollywood. But this all came at my Yom Kippur encounter last year. So let me give you this. What happened is I got up and quite often the Lord will use the Bible as a way, actually always does this with me now. It used to, as a seer, I would see visions and dreams that I would look them up in the Bible. Sometimes the Lord would tell me where they were, but sometimes they'd say, wow, is this biblical? But that all shifted in 2017. That all shifted when I had 50 days in heaven where I had encounters where it started in the Bible. And I would I would pray, I'd take communion, I'd worship the Lord, and then he would either speak to me a verse or I would open my Bible and then it would be right there with what he was going to do. Well, that's what happened last year on Yom Kippur. I entered the Spirit that morning, September 20th, at Jeremiah 6.16. I opened the Bible to this and I started having what I call an interactive vision. That's where I'm interacting in the spiritual realm and I'm still sitting here. I don't know if you've ever gone slayed into spirit or anything like that, but sometimes you're aware of your surroundings or the presence of the Lord comes on you, but you could get up and move around. That's kind of how it felt. It felt the heaviness of the Lord. That's how some of these encounters are. I'm trying to, to help you to understand this. Last year, and I want you to go out on the internet, search the ancient path, and my name, Doug Addison, and you can read this and but this is going on right now and here's jeremiah 6 16 this is what's happening the lord said i want you to tell people now in 2019 that not all the people many people didn't get this because the enemy came against you so it's still available so jeremiah 6 16 this is what the lord says stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths and where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls but you said, we will not walk in it, Jeremiah 6, 16. So here I am in this encounter. It's a dreamlike vision encounter. I'm not sleeping at night. This is in my chair that's right here that I have in my encounter room here. And I was standing at the crossroads of Jeremiah 6, 16. There were several different directions and roads that we could take. And the Lord said, these are the choices and the paths that are available to people this year. And he asked me to choose my pathway of life. And as I looked, there were many of them. Boy, some of them were well-traveled with people, you know, that looked familiar. Some of them looked fun, uh, you know, and there were all these different ones. Some had a purpose and a cause, and, and but then I saw one, almost missed it. It led up this mountain, and there was a sign. It was almost hidden. It said, Ancient Path, and it was very narrow. 
and it wasn't easy. And the Lord saw that I was looking at this one and he nodded in agreement. And then he said, I've offered the ancient path to many people, but most people have not wanted to walk on this. And it's too uncomfortable. It looks narrow and it's very difficult. And so in the encounter, we started up the mountain and it was, uh, we had to go single file the Lord. There was other people as well going up and I felt, but you know what? What I thought was difficult, once I started going, I felt the spirit of the Lord begin to move, especially the higher up the mountain that I got. And when we got to the top, there was a narrow gate at the top. And the narrow gate actually said the words Matthew 7.13 on it. 7.13. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. But many pass through, but small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only if you find it. Now, we know that this talks about salvation. But in this case as well, the Lord says he's leading us. He said to me, this year, I'm opening up ancient paths that will lead to this narrow gate. And the gate and the narrow road will lead you into your destiny, into new life. And I looked around, there was hardly anybody up there. In fact, that's why I think he wants me to release this again. Because there's people who are called to this. And as we got to the top, there was a, a highway. There was a key. The Lord handed me a key. And the encounter continued the next morning. This was actually on the 19th. Continued the next morning on September 20th, 2018. And I went right back into it. And this time it was Isaiah 35, 8. And a highway will be there that is called the way of holiness. And it will be for those who walk in the way. The unclean will not journey on it. And the wicked fools will not be allowed on it. Isaiah 35, 8. And as I was standing next to the Lord, he handed me a key. And this key said, the way to the gate that leads to the way of holiness. And I looked in front of me and there was a golden gate. It was locked. And in the encounter, I knew that this was, you know, it was partly in heaven. It was partly on earth. It was one of those strange things. But the Lord says, I'm calling many people right now to walk on the highway of holiness. But you must first choose the ancient path and go through the narrow gate and discover the way of holiness. You can't just walk on that. In fact, I haven't even been through there yet. I have not made it to that way of holiness. And these are the ones who have suffered. The Lord says, if you've gone through suffering, that you are about to move into these times. I was shocked how few people were actually there walking on the way of holiness. But what seemed to be obscure that narrow path you would have missed. Now, let me explain what that means, what it means to be the ancient path, the ancient ways. It doesn't mean like the old, you know, this is suddenly going to be like the revivalist of the past and you're going to be moving in, in the same thing as the tent ministries. In fact, it wasn't that at all. It was anointings and things that had been saved, like Jesus when he came. He came and fulfilled when it says that I will open my mouth in parables. It was a psalm. You know, hundreds of years before he fulfilled a psalm that said I will open my mouth in parables and utter things that have been hidden from the creation of time. And that's what this is. These are new things that were made for now. These are callings that have been set aside. Assignments is what they were. Assignments to walk up that ancient path 
and to pick up the things. I didn't really see any like um, previous, you know, wells of revival and things like that. These were new things, but it was walking in a way, you know, it was walking with the Lord in a closeness that most people had not walked in. Now, this was Yom Kippur a year ago. Here we are one year later as I'm recording this. And I actually began to move in things where God began to show me different things, you know, revelations, things about heaven and started to interact more with it. I have walked through the last year this, what I would call preparation to walk on the way of holiness. And I have not done it yet fully. I'm still in the process of walking through, you know, cleaning things up from the past. And this doesn't mean, you know, first of all, holiness is more about intimacy with the Lord. And you can't just suddenly become holy by obeying rules. You know, you have to actually walk at a level of intimacy with the Lord that makes you want to not do anything. There's times now, honestly, in this last year, I can't even watch things on TV anymore. I've never been that way. I've been kind of an evangelist. And, you know, if you saw me in Father of Lights, I, I operate and out there in, you know, on Venice Beach and in nightclubs and things like that. I tell you, this year, when I started to walk on the way of holiness, I'm not saying I won't do outreaches anymore, but I'm just saying that there's suddenly I'm being prepared and many people, and maybe you too, are being prepared to walk in a way that you've never walked before. And God is giving keys right now to it. These are that's spiritual authority to be able to walk in the ways of holiness. But the process that you need to do is look for the ancient path. And it starts with the Jeremiah 6.16. I want you to read this. The Jeremiah 6.16, the pathway of life. And the Lord's asking us right now to choose this. Do you want to do this? Many people missed it. Many people uh, got busy or the enemy worked overtime. That's why the Lord says, I want you to release this on your spirit connection. Talk about how the encounters work. Invite people in and also unpack this a little bit more about what the Lord's doing this year. And we're moving into a time where God is preparing us for what is known in heaven as the Great Revival. Now, I started having encounters in heaven in 2017. It was right around March, April, into May of 2017. I had 50 days similar, almost identical to this type of thing, but they'd be two to three hours uh, where I would have interactive visions and I, I would have to dictate the words into my journal or into a word document because it was so detailed. And I, I did that. And at the end of it, the Lord gave me strategies. He showed me blueprints. He showed me what was going to happen during the great revival. That's the billion soul harvest that we know is still yet to come. And this is why we started in light connection. We started in light connection to fulfill Bob Jones, a prophet who's now in heaven, to fulfill the prophecy that we saw him speak. We got a hold of a, a videotape of Bob speaking about the billion soul harvest, about these things. And I tell you, the presence of the Lord came. We didn't know Bob. I was a out of work pastor at the time. And within one year, we sold it all immediately and started the ministry we do right now. In fact, 
uh, in like connection, just turned 18. Talk about the rite of passage. Uh, my ministry is now an adult. And uh, we turned 18 years ago. We started, in, in fact, it was in September of 2001. And I had just been healed of an incurable genetic disease. That's why I was really concerned about being able to move forward in ministry. I got healed of Huntington's disease. And then I began to move forward. Linda and I, we sold it all, literally, and started the ministry in like connection. We then begin to operate the, my way of operations, find someone who's doing what you feel called to do, mentor or read their books. And for me, it was outreach, dream interpretation, and the prophetic. So we joined the staff of John Paul Jackson and Streams Ministries in 2002. And we were only there a year. I became the national dream team coordinator. Learned a lot, stayed connected with them. Then in 2003, we moved back to California, this time to Los Angeles, where my wife is from. And we continue to grow in light connection where we've been here and there ever since then. But I'm saying this because God gave us a vision to fulfill. It was a vision of the harvest. And I believe the Lord is doing something. What I, I didn't even know Bob Jones. And suddenly within one year, God said I was going to help fulfill his calling. I had no idea. I didn't try to make that happen. And within one year, actually within a few months, I'm sitting in the green room, John Paul Jackson, Bob Jones, and I'm telling him about these encounters and all the things that, that had happened. And over the next few years, we got to mentor with John Paul, with Bob Jones, Larry Randolph, Bobby Connor, Patricia King, Stacey Campbell, many people that have sown into my life. And here I am now, 18 years later. Here we are. God is moving in a new way. I believe he's going to release a vision for you. And I've just recorded a video, actually, because we're moving to this time. I'm, I'm telling you this right now because one year ago, when the Lord said to me, he said, you're going to need to, as part of this prophetic word, the ancient password, he said, you're, you're going to need to let go of some of the things of the past. And I knew for me, it was the online training webinars, which I've been doing for since 2015. And they had really helped us because I used to travel and speak at conferences. In fact, I traveled 150 days a year for 10 years. I had the anointing to do it. And then the Lord shifted that over me and gave me the strategy of the internet so that he blessed me through the internet. And during that time, I was increased four times on the internet with the internet strategies so that I could do things like go and do what God called me to do when he calls me to do it. I wouldn't have to worry about getting offerings or anything like that. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying that I needed the freedom and that's where I've been now stepping into. And this is the strategy I believe God's going to give you. But I had to step away from that, and it was costly for us. He said, I want you to now minister more in Hollywood. That's where we live. We live in West Los Angeles, right on the edge of Santa Monica. We can actually see the Hollywood sign up on the high place, up on the hill. And we've been this particular place for this is our fifth year in here. The Lord called us, and of course, we're just renting because it's very expensive here, but he called us to open the heavens. And that's what I've done. This is where I've had this very room right now is where I had the encounters into heaven. And it's been a rough time, but we now seen things. We, we just saw a producer. This is, you know, a, um, a high level producer. I can't say his name. He came to the Lord 
we've just we're seeing things happen. The Lord said, I want you to start ministering more into Hollywood right now. I want you to produce something that he called me to a while ago as a weekly show and the outreach is uh, uh, on tape more than I used to do. But now he's calling me back to that. And we're going to see some things. And I got to go prophesy in the state government in California. I was stunned to find out that my prophetic words, my daily words even, are being used in political offices. They're being used all over the world right now. I'm just encouraged. And I'm going to release this over you right now. If you feel called to do something but it hasn't taken off, I want to encourage you to read over this word I got right now about the ancient path. I want you to listen to this again. Ask the Lord to speak to you, to give you the key to what it is that he's calling you to do this year. Because this prophetic word has not been fully fulfilled even over me. And so, Lord, I release this right now. I release the ability to hear your voice. I release that. You know, it comes from the Lord, of course. But, you know, I just uh, release the anointing that I have that would cause the heavens to open over you and that dreams and visions would begin to increase. I pray right now for the keys that we need right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know what? If um, you want to find out more about the vision, go to DougAddison.com forward slash vision where I talk about what we're doing for the new year and invite you in. If you want to respond, that's the place. DougAddison.com forward slash vision. All right. Hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.